souls and found a new religion Now I'm swimming in that sin, that's baptism Two lost angels discover salvation Under vast pink skies watching the sun Hello, Sugaroo! And welcome, honey. Welcome, 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 welcome to our podcast, Two Lost Angels Discover Salvation. I am your host, Nongaba S, and I am joined by my lady. My lady, please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. It's your girl, Shante. How are you, Miss Tay? Yes. I'm good. How are you, honey? I'm breathing easy. Okay, I'm trying. <laughs> I am joyous in this beautiful Thursday, but we are fighting. <sighs> anyway, um, so what's on the agenda, my friend? Okay, friend. Um, today we've got a topic that's a little bit heavy. You know, it's a it's a bit of a serious one, um, but nonetheless, something that I feel needs to be discussed a little bit more, especially amongst the youth, um, it's childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Yes. So just so everybody's clear, um, I'm just going to give a brief definition of what childhood trauma is. And according to Blue Knot, it is an experience or event Um, that happens to a child that's either emotionally or physically painful that causes distress and often results in long-lasting mental and physical effects. Mm. Basically what takes place in the foundation. Yes, the early, usually they say between uh, naught to six years. Those are like very crucial years and should anything seriously traumatic happen in these long-lasting life effects hmm. it's funny that you should say that because like the memories that you develop and the that's what you do around those years it's quite key but now i only like remember a few parts meaning that like it was a bit dramatic <laughs> yeah but it's all about healing here it is, it is. But also I feel like there's a lot of people, a lot of adults who are unaware that they've actually experienced childhood trauma and they may have tendencies or behaviors and not know why that they behave that way. And it's actually caused by things that happen in your childhood. Mm-hmm. That's true. Honestly, mm-hmm. my view is that we're all healing from our childhood. Definitely. Hey, woman, up until the end, man, like you're trying to correct all that trauma that you went through, the things that you didn't speak about, the things that you're only like wanting to face right now, the things that you ran away from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and it could event. be anything, friend. It could even be the divorce of parents. It could be watching your parents have like substance abuse and addictions. It could be witnessing a crime, all those things. And it may have seemed insignificant to you then as a child because you may not have understood. But as an adult, it contributes so much to the way you, you interact with other people. Mm, quite true. Yeah. 
and it's all about also encouraging children to speak up. Gabon, like you don't yes. want your child to be healing from you. What, what? Twenty years from now, they're fighting you. No, it's all about communication. Yeah, <laughs> I'll die if my child is to call me in like twenty years time, telling me, "Oh yeah, we need therapy for all the trauma you caused me as a child." Like, oh my days. Mm. But then I don't think there's like a perfect parent. Like each and every no. one of them, they trying their best. Ne? Like, I'd, I'd like to think so, friend. I'd like to think that, you know, God blesses us that have children with children for for a reason. We, we're supposed to safeguard and look after them. But as, as human beings, we're not perfect. Mm. So we also, as parents, make mistakes along the way. And we may not also understand how detrimental those mistakes may be to our children. But there's no instruction book, there's no manual on how to do this thing. So like you said, exactly. we, just, we try our best. But again, if I could just bring in like the next the next point is therapy. What is, what is your opinion on therapy? It is excellent. It should be Thank done. You. <laughs> the earlier the better. <laughs> Really, there's, such a, there's such a stigma around it and I don't understand why like why is there this negative connotation around therapy um I also think like in mental health like there's still it's still swept under the carpet there's still like not the right attitude towards it ne? exactly exactly yeah it's so like the, people think you're crazy if you're going to therapy. They think you're absolutely, you should be in a madhouse or they just make up their own things. Let's, let's not even think for people, but get, there's a like, negative connotation towards it. And yeah. then, uh, thank goodness with the lockdown, it's all about unpacking and unlearning what is wrong and yes. trying to like, open yourself to different parts, you know? Exactly. And I mean, there's so many people who, who are struggling with mental health, for example, they are aware that, they, that they're not okay, that they have emotions and things that they need to deal with, but they actually don't know how to seek help. They actually don't know the benefits of therapy or how to go about it. And it's, it's really sad. So I feel like there needs to be more awareness and more positive things said about going for therapy. And, and and what it can actually do for you. Yeah. It heals your soul, trust. Yeah, um, like have you have you ever have you ever been to therapy? Yes, I have. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> when did I start? I started young. But I know that it's a mm-hmm. day, like, especially during puberty, yeah? when the life things are happening. That's where your child should be seeing like a counselor of some sort. Yeah. And it's better when like children like these days, at least when they're counseling as schooling, like we didn't have that during our time. I feel like also it's not you don't have to wait, especially when you're a parent, you don't have to wait for your child to have an issue or an incident before you send them. You can just send them for a few sessions just so that they can speak to somebody that's far removed from their day-to-day living and and unpack. Like you said, there's a lot of things that as human beings, we don't share. We keep to ourselves or it's between us and God. 
And having a, a therapist, they ask the right questions. They allow you to feel emotional without judging you. It's a stranger, so you, you're not going to see them in the mall or bump into them in the street. And it does help. And I'm talking now from personal experience. It really, it does make a difference. I remember one thing that I enjoyed about going to therapy. Like, I'm a person that, you know, I read a lot and I, I want to mm -hmm. understand psychology. So, mm -hmm. again, when I don't understand something, so I had a problem that I was like, I looked mm -hmm. at it from several perspectives, but I needed someone else's, like, opinion and then i got it yeah well it's that yeah. relief as well the more advices you get guys the better you know absolutely the better you are and i think that we need to promote like communication with with trained professionals because a therapist generally they've they've got a degree uh, even your pastor your pastor does have a degree if that's you know if you're more comfortable in in that sort of a setting They've got mm. a degree. They know how to ask the correct questions to allow you to unpack. And they're going to give you tools to cope. Some of the, the things that I learned in therapy are not available in books. It's mm. not available. Those tools are not available on Google. It's mm. things that were said to me in private sessions that I've now kept with me. And I use quite often, especially in my adult life, and it was said to me when I was a teenager. So, you know, they mm. it's not to say that they have the answers. I'm not saying that. But they can tell you to do certain things to help you cope. That's true. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to add, like, there are some healers that are also, like, in that offer counselling. Services. Yes. Like, yes. now I'm talking about Oko. Okay, there's that mm -hmm. guys. Just do your research, man. Like, and also understand there's always someone who is willing to talk to you, especially if you're in South Africa. Like, you can call. Yeah. And, and willing they to guys. listen, friend. Like, there's people who will just lend you an ear. Mm -hmm. Listening is important. Listening is a skill. It's a skill. It's a skill not everyone has, unfortunately. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, those who do, trust me, it it it, it makes it so much easier. Mm. And and therapists generally, I don't know about you, but my experience with I've seen about three or four different therapists in my lifetime. They've always made me feel very comfortable. Mm. Very very comfortable. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, me, I've had problems with therapists, hey, there's been a few mm -hmm. that gave up on me, like, I even passed this office today, there was one person, <laughs> it was just like, okay, you know, I, let's just end it here, Baba, and, um, I think the problem back then when I was a baby was because I didn't speak. I didn't tell them what was the real issue. I was there, but I was not comfortable. Like, mm. really. And I'm not I'm one of those people. If you just, you hunt for the answer, you will mm. get it. It doesn't come mm. out easily from me. But, exactly. yo, speaking from your heart is difficult to a stranger. Sometimes, 
but mm. then it is worth it. I will tell you that. Exactly. That's that's the same thing that I, I found when my grandmother passed and I was seeing um, the school's therapist, for example. Our first few sessions, honestly, in my opinion, I thought I was wasting my time. But because it was scheduled during my maths period, I was I was I was going like I hated math, <laughs> so I was going to those sessions, you know. And mm. by the third or fourth session, I had built somewhat of like a connection with this woman, and I felt like I could trust her. And that is honestly something that helped me grieve. Mm. Uh, tools that she equipped me with allowed me to grieve in a in a in a good way you know yeah I sort of felt like I kind of rebelled a bit afterwards but it wasn't as catastrophic because I was seeing a therapist she was guiding me through my emotions the entire time because generally you don't know what you're feeling and you know puberty or puberty is like I don't know it's like hell on earth <laughs> oh. She helped me navigate so many different feelings. And your friend, it's like you said, it's not going to be a walk in the park first time round, but you can't give up on yourself. You need to keep going and you need to apply what advice is given to you from your sessions. That's the only way it's going to work. If you go in with a negative mindset, I feel like it's not going to work for you. You're going to heal that negative result. So you have to have that positive vibe to you, positive attitude, and be open-minded. And mm. it's going to work. That's true. And I don't delay it. The second you feel like, hey, I should go back to therapy. Do it. Go. Run. Yeah. Call, <laughs> Call your therapist. Same time. Mm. Because honestly, as people, there's a lot to deal with on the day-to-day. Yeah, life is hard, friend, you know? And let's let's be honest, not everyone has friends and family that they communicate with often on a daily basis or that they can confide in, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you, but having a professional address certain issues seems like a much better solution to me than, than family members. I, I'm kind of private about my life. But there's something about a therapist being a stranger and knowing nothing about me except what I'm telling them that brings somewhat of a comfort, like a comforting feeling mm. to my life. You know, they're far removed from my daily interactions. They're not going to gossip back and forth about me. I can tell them serious things. I know that it's going to stay within, like, the four walls. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. And... It's a 360 type of thing. You can't just tell yourself, I'm going to go to therapy, listen to what this person has to say, and then not apply mm-hmm. any, mm-hmm. any of the things that were the, um, advised and prescribed. Okay, no, no, you're fighting against yourself. Mm. When you go there, it's like you're improving the game plan, right? Like you're telling yourself, oh, okay, okay. I'm bouncing off all of these ideas on this person. I'm speaking mm-hmm. to them about my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You're like paving a better way for yourself. So you need to improvement. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, friend. I agree with you like a hundred percent. 
And even if you can't go there, there are ways, like, man, um, activities that you can participate in mm-hmm. that can heal you. Such as? Okay. <laughs> Coloring. Very good. Reading, drawing, mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. Reading is key. Your guys. Your garden time. And physical activities, guys. Like yo, get those happy hormones. Thumping, thumping, thumping. And go exactly. through old photo albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love doing that. It's beautiful for yeah. the heart. It it re- it releases that serotonin like yo. <laughs> hmm. How you see like the contrast? Okay, I used to look like this. Really, goodness. <laughs> like yo, the glow up was real. <laughs> you are popping. Okay, so friend, what would you tell the inner um the younger Tay? What would you tell your inner child? Oh wow. I tell her to to stop overthinking. Mm-hmm. I tell her that it's it doesn't all have to be the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um not to say that I was like a perfectionist or anything like that as a child, but I used to put a lot of pressure on myself. I used to push myself mentally in ways that people wouldn't know. I I had like your body dysmorphia on another level and I would fixate on certain things and I would just tell that person to relax, like, oh, you're perfect. There's no need to be to be thinking, you're overthinking to the point where you are borderline depressed now because of certain situations. Like I tell that child to relax, to relax, to meditate, to learn to do yoga earlier in life so that you could just chill out. Like that would be yep. my message to myself because I, 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 I'm a natural overthinker, but as, as a child and even as a teenager friend, like I was overdoing it. I was overplaying my role. <laughs> Mm. yeah what would you tell yourself huh well i would tell her to discernment to not Mm. be so quick to trust i know you have a big heart but like Mm -hmm. you need to slow down baby Mm -hmm. um i would tell her like the energy needs to go into your project as much as mm-hmm. as much as like okay i'm a life path for so that means a lot it means like the architect the group of the builder between but then <laughs> like you must put in your energy my darling in your project and then that's where the, like the magic is yeah you must learn to put on your big girl panties every single day <laughs> not on some days every single day <laughs> show up for yourself if you don't if you don't take yourself seriously then okay, people around you won't take take you seriously yeah? exactly. and if you, i would tell her like you know what darling it's not about fighting the elders 
they mm. also children learning. This is also their mm. first attempt at life. Though they have not walked this place the first time, but more to learn something. They're here to heal from something. They're here to correct something. So don't be like, oh, why isn't this person doing X, Y, Z? No. Exactly. Just accept them. And you must focus exactly. on your plan only, my darling. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that was truly amazing, fam. Especially adults. Like, they are also children learning. Like, that's that's so profound. Mm. Because I feel like it's so easy to place blame and to shift blame Mm. and say, I am like this because of said person or, you know, Mm. that that technically is a sign that you, you need healing. You need to heal from an experience involving that person or that situation. Yeah. Because you're also giving that person your whole power. You're not taking responsibility for yourself. Okay. How did I contribute to the situation? Not to say that you should blame yourself all the time, but be accountable. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't think that we, as human beings, do that often enough. Mm. Like, it's very rare to come across someone who can genuinely say to you, it was my fault. I am mm. sorry. I am to blame. Like, No. But sometimes we have to say that literally to ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Um, So just another quick fact I want to throw out there. And Mm -hmm. I read this online and it's by Highland Springs Child Clinic. And according to them, by the age of 16, two thirds of children report having experienced at least one traumatic event in their life. Two thirds. So I guess that includes us, friend. (laughs) So what is an experience that you, you care to share on this here platform that you would regard now as an adult as, as traumatic? Oh, okay. Um, it's definitely living with older males. Ne? Mm-hmm. Like growing up, I was surrounded by fear. So then came a time when Bumsi needed to go to varsity. Ne? Mm-hmm. I, I just can't live in a place where there's like another man that I'm just like, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's family or someone that I don't, um, mm-hmm. I can't. But then my therapist told me that it's not all men that are like that. Some men can be like that. Some men cannot be like that and then turn into something like that. But like you shouldn't be so negative towards all males. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Excuse that's me. Do you, friend? <laughs> Oh, wow, most traumatic incident that I'm wanting to share. Like, I was still ready to ask you the question, but I hadn't thought of, like, my own experience. <laughs> but I would say, um, unfortunately, you know, as, as, as we are females, it also it involves a male. And it happened when I was just at the start of puberty, and I got grabbed 
in like a public space and i did not see the person approaching me they came like literally from behind me and 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 grabbed me and okay i just fought them off and like i ran away to where i was headed and i was so shook like i was physically shaking and i remember getting home and my mom asking me like hey are you okay what's what's going on and i looked at what i had on mm. i thought you know if i tell her like she's going to be like yeah it's cuz you wearing set outfit or whatever mm. and i told her no nothing oh, i just tripped out I like i'm fine and i lied about it but i was really so traumatized i was so shook mm. and because of that experience i i had this thing where i wouldn't want to wear certain things clothes that were like too revealing or, or show too much skin or anything like that mind you I was a child <laughs> I was a child so it's not like I chose that outfit it's kind of what my mom had picked out for me but I felt so uncomfortable being in clothes like that afterwards and everybody used to think that I was uh, uh prune and insane and why don't you ever wear skirts and why don't you ever wear like even my school uniform used to bother me because i felt like if i dress this way i'm going to be attacked like that again and it took so many years for me to overcome that trauma to where i could finally say you know what i'm going to wear a skirt today it took it took a long time go hey yeah <laughs> And that was also something that I that I had to address with a therapist and the therapist told me that hey you know do what makes you comfortable and if people are going to judge you for being comfortable then you shouldn't be around those people you need to make sure that you are always comfortable and exactly that's what I say to myself when I when I get dressed it's actually like am I comfortable in this yes or no and if not I change like regardless of where I'm headed it's like my my comfort comes first comfort is key yeah friend it's key cool and then um what did i want to say um oh i also would like would like to advise people you know parents to like put away their phone and participate like be present in the children I'm so guilty of this friend. I'm not even going to front. Hey, friend, this must change. This is for me, friend. You're talking to me directly <laughs> now. <laughs> change your ways. I'm like, going to change, friend. I'm going to change on God. Like that um what was that thing on Netflix? The social what what it really opened my eyes yes like people are addicted to their phones and thank god like when we entered in lockdown that's where all of my bad habits had to leave me i was so addicted to my phone like now i can go for days in fact like there's sometimes where i just want to switch it off and just delete everything you know off my leg all I, I am actively aware that I have an addiction and guys please watch the social dilemma it's actually a really really eye opening documentary 
And mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. There's times when I want to just airplane mode my phone and throw it in a lake because yeah. I realize now that I am addicted and it's, it's an addiction I can't break. It's just, it's your friend. It's, it's a horrible cycle that I'm going in right now. You must break it. You must fight against it. Like I do me, participate just... in the real world, friend. Like, honestly mm. speaking, I do disconnect. I mm. do disconnect. I do switch it off. And especially if I'm around other people, I make sure that I'm present. But I'm not going to lie. It's, it needs more work. Yo. Especially when it comes Understandable. to... Understandable. <laughs> um, I know that Kendrick, he posted on Twitter like mm. a while ago that he's retiring. Mm. One of the sentences mm. went like that he would go months without a phone. Like, guys, that's just the life for months? me. I want to go back to telephone, like letters, chill things, guys. He can go for months. Yes. And I get a baby daddy or nine, I'm up. I wonder how does his girlfriend get a hold of oh, his wife probably get a hold of him. Like, okay, I need to talk to this nigga because the baby, what, 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 what. Good. Like, okay, some of us, we need it for working purposes as well, but like, man, <laughs> is Yes. Wait. That's a dream, honestly. For you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't make it, friend. I wouldn't make it. A day, I think I what I would miss is like, like taking months? pictures. Mm-mm. Well, that's it on my side, friend. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, I just want to add just two two things. And the first being that, you know, if you if you have any of the following behavioral symptoms, there are so many platforms that are out there, so many places that are offering their services for free um, to seek therapy. You know, should you should you feel that you need it? And let's say, for example, your eating habits haven't been um, normal as of late. You know, at the end of the day, we are going through a pandemic. So not everybody is feeling so great. Um, if you've noticed that you're becoming impulsive as of late, if you're isolating, um if you're just having random anger outbursts, if you're not responsive, you know, if you're cutting off your friends and family, um, if you're feeling depressed, if you have any new compulsions, like whatever it is that's just not normal for you as a person that you're aware of, please, guys, go and seek help. There is really nothing wrong with self-improvement because that's what it is you're going to learn coping mechanisms that are going to help you overcome your troubles and there's even a hotline that you can call if you're a kid and you're listening it's 116 very simple back in my day it was like oh eight zero zero and then like five fives or something like that now it's it's literally 116 toll free (laughs) and if you're it's 0800-121314. That's 0800-121314. And honestly, they will assist you. It's 24-7365 toll-free number. Oh, for sure. And that's it for me, friend. Yes. All right, darlings. I hope you enjoy your day. Take care. Mm-hmm. Spiritually. Take care, guys. Bye.